0: Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me this week on Tia Time. We'll get to the show in just a moment. First, I wanted to say thank you to all of you who have posted a rating on Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast is an app that can be downloaded to your phone or computer. The algorithm it uses allows more artists and art enthusiasts like yourselves to hear about the show. So if you haven't posted a rating yet, do it now. Thank you. On with the show. Welcome to Tia Time with Artists, the weekly podcast where we discuss the methods, challenges, and real life experiences of living our creative dreams. What kind of creative warrior are you? Musician, filmmaker, painter, choreographer, poet, sculptor, fashionista? Let's talk about it right now. I'm your host, Tia Imani Hanna. Welcome to Tea Time with Artists, and this week my guest is pianist, educator, recording artist, composer, Yoko Yates. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I, Yoko and I go way back um, when I lived in Brooklyn, and we worked at the Brooklyn Conservatory of Music together. And she was always, I could always hear her practicing in her practice room doing these amazing things on the piano. And she was just playing these jazz, we're like, she's teaching classical music and stuff and she plays classical as well as jazz, but she was playing these amazing jazz changes and we're like, who is that? It was me and a couple of other um, people like Renee Manning and we're walking down the hall and we're like, who is that? Oh my gosh, let's go hear who that is. And it's Joko practicing. So just wanted to let you know that we've known for years that you had Jazz in your trick bag, and now you've got a new CD coming out. Tell us a little bit about your history. First of all, you're not from the United States originally. Where are you from? I'm from Japan. Yeah, the Hokkaido
1: Island, that one is the northern part of Japan. Okay. Like Canada, a little bit cooler. You are in Michigan, so winter, we get cold. You know, that the weather really gets cold, and then we have a long winter. So I'm from there, then... Capital City, Sapporo.
0: Capital City, Sapporo. Okay. and um, How did you end up in the United States? Was it based on music or how did you end what What was, you were playing, were you playing piano as a small child? Where where did the music get in there? How did you start? Yes. Let's see. I was born in a very
1: musical family. Not necessarily everybody is a musician, but my mom was a big influence. she liked, I mean, she passed away, so I should use past tense, but she liked the singing and she mm-hmm. played some piano. She taught me how to play. We had an organ, not even piano when I remember, really, oldest, oldest memory. So she had me study piano. The piano is organ first. I was sitting on her lap, like age three or four, something like that. And then she showed me how to play. Mm -hmm. Then I showed interest. And then she put me in some uh, kawaii, that uh, piano brand, kawaii like Yamaha. Okay. A music school, which focuses on classical training. So from age four, I was in that uh, uh, music school. Mm -hmm. Then, yes, so then... Many things to talk. So my childhood, then my sisters, two sisters are much older than me. And my eldest sister is 10 years older than me. And the second one is eight. So when I was young, they are already teen ages, Mm -hmm. teen ages. So I was still, actually on the weekend, like a Sunday, we had like a musical gathering. When we got together as a family, my father has a actually tone deaf <laughs> wow. he he really cannot sing well, but he liked to listen to the, the music Japanese traditional music or pop music.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then my mother was singing in that uh, some mother's kind of choir circle. so she yeah liked the classical music or some you know traditional Japanese pop music so, But we got together and we played any kind of music, any kind of like a French chanson or pop music or classical music. And we danced with it, you know. So Mm -hmm. my weekend, I really enjoyed that. And my weekend was really gathering all the time. It was so fun. I was with music since then. But at the time, my sisters already... Bringing listening to the Beatles mm-hmm. at that time very big Beatles in Japan too, so they brought. It's not cool. Japanese traditional music sucks. <laughs> <laughs> they say. So let's play this one. Beatles much cooler rock groups. Okay. Then I started kind of uh, yeah getting familiar with those foreign, foreign, music mm-hmm. pop music yeah rock mainly rock or uh, let's say pop music from. Uh, United States or England, so I enjoyed any kind of music since then, so I continued classical piano since then then when I reached i think like a mid, like a fifth or sixth graders, I more into pop music, rock music, and I was into they my sisters kept listening to radio any radio show I was all the time imitating what they did because to me, they looked so cool, okay. so I got into rock music. I had to continue classical music. From that time, I, my interest gradually shifted, I think, a little bit to more non-classical fun music. Okay. But so I was practicing and uh, taking lessons. At that time, uh, I was also into, uh, got into visual art. I really liked painting and drawing because my second sister was a very talented artist, actually, painter. Mm. At that time, she got in quite well-known like painting college, college for painting. So she started getting some award. So I was also looking at her paintings. Wow, that's beautiful, cool. So I was at the same time getting got into drawing. Besides studying, I got into music, but I got into those visual art too at the same time. Mm -hmm. Then, so I was spending more time indoor rather than doing sports. I was an indoor girl, but doing, playing a piano, sometimes copying those rock bands. And then sometimes drawing, still life drawing. Yeah, so I had a really fun Then I started making rock band (laughs) from middle school with friends. Yeah. Then we hung after school hours. It was so fun. And uh, then what? I think high school, yeah, I continued. Yes, I continued playing the band, rock band. At the time, oh, yes. But... At that time, I think her Sister started showing me, like, not rock, but the jazz. I think first I remember, first album I heard, I listened to, was Oscar Peterson, mm. Canadian Suite. Okay. It was so different. It has a boogie-woogie, mm-hmm. uh, and um, I think very beautiful. I cannot even remember the title. Be- beautiful piece. His own composition, I believe, but has a ambiguous harmonies I never heard. Mm-hmm. So that attracted me from, I think, high school. So I was listening to, at that time, blues, rhythm the Blues, also like Janis Joplin's, or Jimi Hendrix. So uh, I got into actually Rolling Stones very heavily. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I loved it. But then I was a little bit getting tired of copying those bands. Mm-hmm. But I was fascinated. Those jazz music was created, you know, by players. My sister mentioned they did, they do improvisation. Instantly, they create what, you know, what. <laughs> <laughs> so rather than copying, I, I was a little bit tired with copying to make sound better all the time. We have to practice so hard the same thing over and over until we master it and then it's like almost a classical music but of, of course sounds very cool i enjoyed then when i choose college actually from like age 10 i was pretty into art like art and music so i was thinking my career should probably follow this field I like to go to that direction, either music or art. Yeah, I made up my mind at that time. Then I talked to my parents, but they, of course, said, oh, no, how do you make money?
0: (laughs) Yes, yes.
1: Yes, but at that time, I was not even thinking about it. Wow, I have to live to make money through art, to live Cost so much money. I didn't really realize. So, I started thinking what to support my pursuit of art. Art is the music and the visual art. So then they brought up, how about the teaching? You no, know? teaching uh, music or teaching art. Oh, that's right. So I got so much influence from my music teacher or art teacher when I was in schools. So yeah, I should be teacher first. So therefore, I chose uh, University of Education. But the uh, university only offers department of visual art and the music. None of other schools are so established in that field. Of course, if I go to southern part of Japan, like uh, near Tokyo or Osaka, there are a bunch of schools, but then it costs so much money to study as a section of Japan. Okay. So rather than that, I, you know, just try to save time and money. Oh, okay, I will try to enter that uh, university. So I got into, so my background, then I started studying education. So education is also a very interesting field. By teaching, I also, I, I learned that, <laughs> like that. I had an uh, interest in music. But that's music and then visual art. And at the same time, education too, from that point. But then when I was studying at the university, I realized that like a music education at that time was so not creative at all. Okay. Like just a, probably you remember, I'm not sure that the education here in the States but doesn't contain any creativity to bring up that the creativity. Just like a reproduction yes. of already written material or made. History, that's, I mean, that's here too. That's right. Some composition beautiful. Of course, I, I have so much respect. But uh, for young age kids, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just all the time listen to a really big piece or just a play instrument. I enjoyed studying record learn how to play, and like a play like sample. All the time, learn and play exactly in the same way masters already played. Nothing to expand our own, grow up our own creativity. Sure. So at that point, I thought, oh my gosh, Japan. I enjoy the singing too, but it's not really, doesn't go any place. And all the time, the material is very old. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, not, nothing has so changed. Right. I thought I had better change the system a little bit. So then at the time, my interest to jazz music, improvisational music got much bigger. So in addition to that, oh my gosh, I, I should study improvisation. That would be very, definitely helps kids creativity. And I
0: myself like to study. I have that that reach out. That's right. You already have the skills of the craft and that way you can mature it and use your skills any way that you want right now. That's what improvisation is about. You spend all that time learning your skills and getting Mm -hmm. really well uh, suited to reach out and just do whatever you want, whenever you want. So like you were saying about Oscar Peterson and listening to all these harmonies and everything that you had never even heard before. Because he pulled that out. He said, this is what he's hearing in his head. So he's going to play that for you. Being able to do that on immediately is such a gift. It's a lot of hard work to get there. And you don't always get there, even That's when you right. get to a, a very highly accomplished level. Mm-hmm. I, I bet if Oscar Peterson was alive today, he'd tell you he still hasn't reached that thing he hears in his head exactly. Maybe parts of it. You can't get it all. You can only get pieces of it. And you're constantly trying to get that other piece that you can't get. <laughs> so you're always reaching for something new. And Yeah, I agree. And so when you're teaching your students and stuff, I'm sure that that was what you were thinking about was how do I expand this to make it more creative and more fun for um, the t- kids to learn, for yourself to learn, to teach. Teaching kids that aren't having any, a good time is not fun at all especially if they're just repeating something exactly the same way. And everybody learns a little bit differently. So it's hard to do it exactly the same way for every person. It's just not going to work. So kudos to you for expanding and going, you know, further into this. Okay. What is this improv thing? So you're teaching, you're working, and this is all still in Japan at this time when you're talking about. Yeah, that's right. So then
1: after that, I Knew about Berkeley College of Music. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's right. After several years of teaching experience, I applied and I got a scholarship. So therefore, I decided to go abroad. Since okay. then, I have been in this country
0: many years. Aha. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't know uh, you went to Berkeley. That's awesome.
1: Oh, yeah. But that's a, such a big school. There are so mm-hmm. many students and berkeley is at the time very well known that the best school to study jazz there are now a bunch of great schools but Mm -hmm. at the time i think like a well-known jazz players in japan studied there so i decided to go right away well you know what actually people think i my major was piano there i didn't choose piano so what? I chose a voice as my major. Ah, <laughs> I, I it's yes. talents. I didn't Interesting, know
0: you right? oh, I'm, well, <laughs> we, you should be singing too. <laughs> well,
1: but they just uh, so many things I had an uh, interest. So then of course piano I kept uh, studying from since a young age. And I continued by myself. But I think more than like singing, I studied a voice outside of a Berkeley a little bit because at that time I explored also checking as a school. I started writing music by myself step by step. But almost the writing music is myself taught. Yeah, by yeah, improvising I think we can start we can write music
0: basically. Yes. So basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. But writing it, improvising is, is different than trying to write it down to communicate it to somebody else, which I've always found to be difficult because mm-hmm. I can play something and I have this whole thing, but then to try to get this whole thing is in my head and then trying to get all those different layers and translate it correctly onto a piece of paper to hand to somebody else to play has always been problematic
1: <laughs> we have to be very specific what mm-hmm. we like to do in that the music but i think also writing is a practice yeah then if i write this way the other musicians will interpret in that way it's all experience right but mm-hmm. we have to really get a very clear idea in our heads what we hear mm-hmm. and what we like to express so we have to as you you do we have to really say clearly or show in our own playing demonstration. So it's a part of a composition, I think.
0: So tell me, what's the what was the journey to this jazz CD? Now, how did you, first of all, you're on, what, is it Steeplechase Records? That's right. Now, how did you get on Steeplechase Records? Mm-hmm. And how, where did that, your first album, right? This is your mm-hmm. first album of That's all, my, my all debut. time. And you got a jazz album on Steeplechase Records, which I was just like, so proud of you! I was Thank when you. I saw that I was like, "Yay!" So tell me about how did all of that come about?
1: Yes, actually, recording happened three years ago, uh, two thousand nineteen June. Hmm. At the time, I have accumulated good number of music. Then I was performing, like having concert. So then, oh my gosh, I really haven't had official CD yet. So I should really recorded at this point. So I made up my, my mind and I have a very good players around me, great musicians I, whom I really respect. Then they agreed to play with me. So I recorded and then came out pretty good. You know, I myself was very fond of my own uh, music through recording. So then- You sound surprised. Yeah, su- <laughs> surprise! Yeah, because this is my official first recording, and I really don't have a that uh, other people's ears. I was all the time subjective, but now objective. I could objectively I could listen to my music. Oh, sounds nice, you know. Who are the people on the album with you? So Jamie Baum is the flute, alto flute, flute, and then uh, some sad girls' winds. He played alto saxophone, bass clarinet, clarinet. And uh, then Kobrinsky is a bassist. And then Jeff Hashfield is a drummer. Fantastic. So then came out pretty good. So let's release it. I I love to release it. If it's international, that's fantastic. So then I talked to actually Scott Lee, who is a well-known bassist, also was a producer in that recording. So I talked to Scott, what do you think? And then also Jamie and of the band members, everybody, Jeff Husband. Yeah, uh, so then they listed up, why don't you, yeah, contact the steeplechase and then several others. But I thought, yeah, steeplechase is well-known in Japan mm-hmm. because legendary history yeah, yeah, yes. level like, uh, in Japan, like, uh, yeah, European blue note almost. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, I approached Steve Bridges. so I sent that my recording, and he responded right away, same day. <laughs> so he wants to make contract. Wow, that's I was fantastic. just so happy.
0: <laughs> that, I mean, just like that. So tells everybody how good this is. Wow, it's
1: just really right, amazing, huh? that yeah. feeling.
0: Yeah, that's great. And with COVID and everything, so... There, there hasn't been a tour yet, or is there going to be one, do you think, to tour well, some of this music?
1: Yes, probably. But it takes, again, as you mentioned, it takes time, I think, process. And then I like to, because I teach so many students a lot. So mm. <laughs> considering that, too, my time slot is very limited, mm-hmm. maybe just the summer. But I like to start doing eventually. I think I want to play your album. So tell me about each track. What do you think? That sounds great. Yeah. So what's
0: the first track?
1: Yes. First track is uh, Near the Horizon. Okay. So what were you thinking about when you wrote this tune? It's from my childhood memory. Actually, all the pieces are coming from my memory Mm -hmm. or imagination. Because, uh, as I mentioned, I was a kid, all the time, constantly indoor, drawing or playing music, playing, you know, piano and listening to music. Then, when I was a child, our family often traveled to Tokyo. My mother is from Tokyo City. Then, at the time, of course, we could fly, but we enjoyed train overnight trip to Tokyo. So from my hometown, Sapporo, to Tokyo, it takes like eight, oh my gosh, eight hours or more than that by train. So from a window, constantly I could see rice field and horizon. We slept in the train, but then woke up, and again, I could see that horizon. Then at the time, I think also rocket started arriving at the moon. Okay so that was very big news I mean, my generation is a little bit older than your generation so we got so excited to see such a beautiful picture of earth showing that horizon
2: mm-hmm.
1: so i was uh, excited to see what we will see beyond that horizon so that imagination mm-hmm. gave me this kind of excitement of, What is there? What I can see beyond that? So from that imagination, I could somehow wrote this melody. But also in my life, I had a little bit of a tough time, I think, my private personal life. So I tried going beyond that tough time. So I needed some energy to cheer me up. So therefore I wrote this piece. The dawn, uh, this one is also from my imagination, <laughs> show or travel show or Disney, mm-hmm. because uh, colored TV got quite popular at that time from black and white to change to color. So beautiful. And my family got eventually colored TV, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> such a generation. So... Then I was watching, I think, that the African, some kind of geographic, I, I yeah, I don't know, I cannot remember, but then on the TV I could see such a beautiful, big land, landscape, and uh, probably Africa, so giraffes are walking slowly, okay. you know, and not so many trees, dry field, but... Very quiet, sacred feeling, and gradually some big sound came out from the horizon, actually another horizon. So then animals are really enjoying that peaceful moment. Mm-hmm. So from that image, yeah, that stayed yeah. in my mind, that sacred feeling. Actually, I meditate sometimes, mm-hmm. then that image constantly stay in my that I wanted to write that piece.
0: a beautiful story.
1: So number three is a kaleidoscope that a toy kaleidoscope yeah I again at the home I had a, like a two or three all the time I was changing <laughs> shape I enjoyed that the different mosaic created the different pattern mm-hmm. I love that uh, toy again no computer at the time only colored tv or magazine. I enjoyed reading a lot, and also cartoon too. I, I, I really read. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, kaleidoscope, one of that, my favorite toy, and I spent a good time when I had a, yeah nothing to do. Then my imagination, again, I was into visual art, so I really enjoyed that excitement. give me, like I don't know. Some different feeling of each shape. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so I wrote about that excitement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: This is a kind of an important piece for me. Yeah, there was separation or some people who are very close to me passed away or very important. I'm a Buddhist. So to, yes, track 4 is a requiem. Send that the people away. I really felt I should write that piece. They transit to different realms but I'm still thinking about them and then sending prayer to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's quite important, important piece for me. Track five is uh, jungle flowers. Also, uh, this one is <laughs> from Disney ah. I got into really Disney cartoons. they are bunch of their art is amazing. I, I was so inspired with that color and the motion. Well done. I was enjoying their description of plants. I love plants. I have in my home there are a bunch of pot plants. I, I like to grow. So then the vivid color. Those plants are talking usually in that uh, Disney film, talking Uh, and then like a jungle that the plants are all dancing.
0: Sure.
1: And they're talking very loudly, especially like midnight, people are sleeping quiet. But then now that really vivid colored, I don't know, exotic looking flowers are shouting or dancing. So that image is still here in my head. So right away, I could write this piece, just thinking about them. Number six is a procession of Queen Maya. This one was from a travel program. Travel program. Probably like a Middle Eastern country I've never visited, but in those TV shows really introduced different side of the world. I've never been outside of Japan. Mm-hmm. So like a Middle Eastern like a royalty family it's procession probably queen king maybe wedding they're wearing amazing like a silver and gold dress and then like a tiara big tiara
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, i was very fascinated with their costume and um, their procession is very long and very uh, traditional looking style they followed very historical procession, I think. Their style has never changed since probably ancient time. But I was very fascinated. And Mm. my imagination expanded by seeing that (laughs) travel program. Yes. So next one is Cosmos. This one is, I think, a science film. Also, I got into also ah. space because, as I mentioned, the rockets yeah, started landing in the, on the moon. So at that time, I could see so many photos, beautiful photos of different planets and the sun. So I wanted to write about the mysterious universe. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, I've never imagined before I could see that the picture but yeah it became real very so I mean it became so close to us. So impression was very strong to me. Mm-hmm. Next one is a breathing forest. This one is from my Hokkaido island. I'm not sure you're familiar with Hokkaido, but Hokkaido is very well known as a great nature, touched nature. Okay. Like uh, in this country, there are a bunch of those areas. But so the, when I was a child, in that winter, we had to do, we had to study ski, mm-hmm. all the time skiing. So winter. <laughs> Every week we went to the mountain to do skiing. So then, from the window of the bus, we took bus to that mountain. Then I could see so many trees moving to the same direction mm-hmm. like this. So I thought, oh my gosh, it's like a big animal dancing together. Mm. So elegant, so gorgeous,
0: mm-hmm. untouched
1: in nature. Kind of swaying. In Swing. The wind. exactly, yeah. so that my, not the head but my body was I think influenced, almost <laughs> moving, swaying together, such a but great feeling though. So I I wrote about that. That impression okay. is very strong. I like spring that the most in four seasons. Spring is my most favorite season, especially early spring because everything's the budding that coming out from the soil. So then is really expression how beautiful nature can be in Mm -hmm. early, like March, beginning of that the year, right after cold, cold days, then suddenly I like, start to seeing that the green here and there. And uh, such a beautiful time. And the inside of that the music I use some Middle Eastern dance theme, <laughs> dance music to show again excitement. Then last right. one okay. is Moon to Dance. That one is a fun song. So I teach late, as you remember. I come back to home mm-hmm. very late. So I'm tired. But look at the, the sky. Here comes, there is a big, full moon. And then you could see sometimes inside the moon some shade, right? Shade, mm-hmm. yeah. So that one, in Japan, uh, there is a fable for children some rabbits are living there making mochi pounding mochi inside of that uh, full moon when you see full moon usually rabbits are making mochi inside oh my gosh so rabbits are right now making mochi and having fun and they are they are doing a party probably drinking dancing and talking so then my again imagination started expanding And I could write this music very quickly because I I, I felt that the excitement
0: I've never heard that story before. Oh
1: really? In uh, Japan, there are story, many stories about moon mm-hmm. or stars and animals. So I think I made up probably by myself. Even not so young age anymore, but I see that my childhood memory connected my current head and making story again.
0: <laughs> so mochi is a is that a bean paste thing? Is a dessert? Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. I I was trying to remember. I had it before. I just couldn't remember. Yeah. Pound sweet rice and make it sticky. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That's great. I love that story. That's really great. So now you've got this album and all these years of doing your music and you finally got an album out out there and it's on a label, which is pretty amazing. On your first try. That's fantastic. So congratulations on Thank you getting so much, that dear. done. And I, I loved hearing you play all those years in the practice rooms and you were like sneaking by the hallway. Like we'd sneak by your door sometime and make sure you weren't seeing us see, see you. We didn't know that we did.
1: Oh my gosh. Me I did know that.
0: Me and Renee, <laughs> we we sneak up there. Renee Manning, she's been on the show and we, as a good friend of ours, we'd sneak by and we are like, shh, shh Yoko's practicing. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I love her, Renee. <laughs> uh, she's so sweet. Yeah, we have so, friends. Yeah, she's awesome. We would, we would hear you and be like, girl, that girl can play. Yeah, you know? yes, she can. She doesn't know she can play, but she can play. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're, I'm just so very excited. And I'm glad that you came on the show to talk about your music and the memories that it brought up for you and your, how your imagination works in creating these pieces mm-hmm. of art. Where can people find the CD? Okay. So
1: online, at first, uh, probably you can check Spotify and uh, Apple, iTunes. You can type my name, Yoko Yates. The title of that uh, CD is Mystic Life. And then my website, you will buy exact CD. Yeah, yokoyates.com. Very easy, yokoyates.com. Okay. My name mm. is unique, right?
0: Yes. <laughs> Okay, fantastic. Okay. <laughs> okay, and is there anything you'd like to say to artists coming up that are just starting out or artists that are trying to reach into their inner imaginations to compose? Like Anything you could say to encourage them?
1: Yeah, just don't give up. It took for a while for me to really realize what you can do, what I can do takes long time to shape our own art. That one takes so much thinking, so much trying, practicing, requires so much thinking, efforts over and over. But eventually you will reach there as long as you have a passion. And then you have to have a desire. Believe yourself. Because there are a bunch of great uh, artists in this world but what you can do? There are a bunch of great pianists. Then what can't you do? We have to really think, what is your contribution in this world? So that's important to all the time. Yeah. So don't give up. Even takes time, usually. a <laughs> Long time. Some lucky people can reach to that goal quickly. But you will you will be there. I could somehow first step I could make. So yeah, as long as you have a passion, keep making efforts, you will be there. Okay.
0: All right. Thank you, Yoko, for those words of wisdom and sharing your music and your art with us today. I'm so excited for you. And thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Tia, for this special opportunity. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on Tia Time with August. Make sure to visit our website at tiaviolin.com, where you can subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. Please leave us a rating at Apple Podcasts to expand the reach of the show. We really appreciate that help. And we'd also like to say thank you so very much to our sponsors, Michigan Share, a program of Michigan State University Extension, and Cold Plunge Records. And also all of our Patreon supporters. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you. We'll see you next week at Tea Time.